This is Candace Shuford. Welcome to Pave Podcast. You're tuning in to episode 19 with Shannon Callerman. Here, we focus on crafting content that helps you to feel powerful, augmented, vulnerable, and eclectic. We will have a stimulating and engaging podcast out on Thursdays. Let's work together to pave the way to you. Hey guys, so if you know me on social media or in real life, you know how much I love mud water. Why? Why? Why do I love it so much? Well, it's a really awesome coffee alternative because it induces alertness and not dependency. It helps to improve your mental capacity and function, physical stamina and performance, and your overall health. A few ingredients that mud water contains are lion's mane, which helps with mental performance, cordyceps, which helps with physical performance, turmeric, which helps with inflammation, and cacao, which boosts your mood. So if you're looking for a coffee alternative that will enhance your overall mental and physical health, go check out my affiliate link at linktree slash pave podcast. Hi, friends. Today, I have a special guest. I am interviewing Shannon Callerman, and I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about her and why she is on the podcast today. But I'll let you say hi first, Shannon. (laughs) Hi, everyone. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you. I'm happy to have you. Um, So Shannon Callerman is an emotional intelligence facilitator, a highly sensitive person coach, and the founder of Tanya Moon Coaching. Shannon offers support for those who think and feel deeply using a unique approach to emotional intelligence. Through her coaching, she can help you build self-awareness around your emotional strengths to become more effective at work and in your personal life. Most of you who have been listening to this podcast should know just from um, what Shannon is all about, why I reached out to her. Um, She talks about all the things that I love, being a highly sensitive person, emotional intelligence. So it just made sense. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. A lot of similarities and overlap, so... Yeah, thank you again so much for being here. So I'm going to get started with my first question for you. Um, How did you find out that you were a highly sensitive person? This is such a funny story because I've been asked this a couple times and it it was, you know, not very long ago, actually. Oh, And, you know, usually when you have this moment that like really changes you in so many ways, I mean, you remember it, you know, you remember, you know, where you were and what you were doing, but somehow or another, I had landed on, um, I had picked up um, Elaine Aaron's The Highly Sensitive Person um, book and I can't tell you how it landed in my hands. Like, wow. I don't know, you know, I, it, I almost kind of feel like it was just magically this thing that happened. So um, really interesting because I'm like, how how do I not remember when I like decided to pick up this book? So someone might have recommended it to me or I was in the bookstore and reading, you know, the back of books. And I was like, oh, this sounds like me. I just, you know, give it a read. And once I picked it up, I couldn't put it down. Like, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is me, this is me, this like explains everything. And 
I was just like blown away that it took me 30 plus years to figure out that I'm a highly sensitive person. And I felt so empowered after that. And I just had to do something about it, you know, and go out yeah. there, you know, really um, connect with this community. So that's, that's how I learned, but you know, through her book and through her community. Wow. That is really, really neat. So it's been like a semi new discovery for you. Yeah. so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and I've always, I've always had, um, and I, I always knew that I was different than my peers and, um, you know, maybe didn't always see eye to eye with the people I worked with, um, and even like family members. So yeah. I always knew something was, um, different about me. And I, I, you know, had a lot of, um, I, I dealt with anxiety when I was younger and a little bit of depression. And I think a lot of it was because I, I felt different and I didn't know why. Mm-hmm. And I was always trying to search for that answer of just like, who am I? You know, it's like, yes. so and I went through therapy and I just always just kind of like it landed on, Oh, you just have, you know, generalized anxiety. And I just wasn't um, I just felt like there was more to the mm-hmm. story, you know, like wow. why do I have anxiety? There was something else, a missing piece. So just being able to find that missing link was really powerful. Wow. I resonate with that so much. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is really awesome. So, um, you finding out that you were a highly sensitive person, um, how did that, did that help motivate you to become interested in emotional intelligence and coaching or how did that all come together? Uh, no, great question. So the emotional intelligence actually came before oh, and I was very grateful that it was in that order because, um, so when I was, uh, working for a small marketing agency a few years ago, um, our, my boss, uh, I was on the leadership team at the time and my boss put us all through a um, emotional intelligence program, which was very wise of her. I really appreciated her giving us that exposure. And I just remembered really struggling at the time of, do I have what it takes to be a leader? And she put me in this management position. She put me in the leadership, um, you know, table. And I was like, I don't know if I, I have what it takes to, you know, do this role. And she's like, yes, you do. So I'm like, what are you seeing that I'm not seeing? You know, right. so when I went through all this emotional intelligence training, that's where I learned about empathy and compassion and, you know, the people side of business and how it really impacts your bottom line. You know, because a lot of these people who are in this program were um, employers and, um, you know, leadership C-suite level. So it had to all kind of relate back to profit. But it was really about, you know, how self-awareness and how much it it impacts, um, you know, the people you work with and and your team and and the type of business you build and the type of clients you work with. So I was really thriving in those classes because I just was, I was like, this is my language, right? Like I really shined and even a lot of my, I felt felt like I was starting to get a lot of respect from my peers Mm -hmm. because I on a few performance reviews that I was too sensitive and that's where I was starting to feel really hurt because or discouraged because I'm in this management position that you know when you think about what it means to be a manager or you know be what it takes to climb the ladder assertiveness putting yourself out there extroverted you know networking you know being the one that always has the ideas and talking most in the meetings and I was the one that sat back and processed things 
and my peers didn't understand that. My, you know, my coworkers didn't understand that. Um, but that's how I process information, and that's how I made sense of everything. I right. Um, and so I started to feel like I was getting some respect from them too, because they're, you know, we we're teaching all this stuff, and they're like, "Well, that sounds a lot like Shannon." <laughs> and so it was really, you know, I was really grateful that what I felt were my limitations and my weaknesses were actually um, my greatest strengths. And wow. And then when I read The Highly Sensitive Person, having all this knowledge about emotional intelligence, I saw the connections and the overlap of, you know, being a highly sensitive person and already having these innate skills in terms of empathy mm-hmm. and compassion and um, being really observant, listening, um, processing things, like all these things, all these skills that relate to being an emotionally intelligent person, you can find in an in, in HSP. And yeah. I felt this like, huh, I don't think this has been really discovered yet. Right. And so when I was really connecting with the community, I saw that there was a lot, I, I felt empowered and confident after I read the book. Cause I was like, what a relief. I can do something with this. I'm yes. like, oh, I can actually like own it now that I know how to like, it's something that I can define. And when I was starting to, um, you know, meet a lot of people in this community that identify as an HSP, I was actually hearing a lot of self-doubt and a lot of discouragement of Mm -hmm. not a good thing to be a highly sensitive person. And I was like, what? Like, I had a totally different experience when when I found this out. And so... I was really grateful that I had this knowledge for emotional intelligence because now I was like, oh, I could use that to really showcase the gifts of what it means to be a highly sensitive person and and know what to do with it. It's like, okay, you're sensitive. Now here's how you can use it to your, you know, to be more effective. Wow, that is so cool. And, you know, I definitely really feel like that comes through um, even when I was looking at your Instagram page because... Um, you know, whenever there is any sort of difference, whenever you're different from, you know, the average person, it can kind of make you feel smaller. But I love the way that um, you create your posts. They're really empowering. And I was like, man, like, this is so cool because we need more people that are going to like encourage and lift up those ones who are highly sensitive because, um, you know, we do have a lot to to bring to the world. Um, Yeah. And just having, you know, the right questions asked to us and knowing how to use our sensitivities um, in the right way makes a huge difference. So I appreciate, that's why I appreciate your page so much. Thank you. And that means so much to me because that means that it's resonating because that's my goal is empowerment, confidence. You know, how can I really showcase that this is a good thing this is a strength and you know with everything going on in the world and we don't have to go into detail but with everything going on you know it's just this is the time where hsps can can thrive like this is the time where we need to get out of our shells and really put our strengths to the best (laughs) of our abilities because we need more sensitivity in our world right now. We need people to be paying attention. We need people to be understanding um, other people and help and supporting other people and, and just listening. You know, there's so much noise yeah. and HSP has this ability to come in 
and observe um, and empathize and use all that to bring a little bit more peace mm-hmm. and to bring a little bit more clarity of how we can, you know, really work together to to build a better, better cultures and better a better society. So I think that this is the time now that more than ever to to get out of your shell and really show like this is this is who I am and this is what I bring to the table. Yeah, you you articulated that really really well, and you guys can't see, but I was like fist pumping to everything that Shannon was saying. Um, that is really, really cool. Okay. So how does, um, your podcast and your coaching, um, fit in with you trying to promote, um, empowerment for highly sensitive people? How does that fit in? Yeah. So I, you know, I have, I'm a writer at heart. That's why I went into content marketing. And so I've, um, been writing as a career for, you know, more than 10 years. So I know the whole gambit behind like blogging and, you know, using that as a marketing tool. And I just felt like, I don't know, there was a part of me that maybe I was do I've been doing it for so long that I was kind of losing, I was kind of falling out of love with that platform. And I've never done podcasting before. And, you know, I really like kind of what you said about my Instagram, I wanted to find another way of showing um, the passion that I have for this. And I felt like if I could maybe use my the podcast to really, um, you know, have people hear my voice, have have people hear the passion in my voice. I felt like that would be more effective than just writing. And so that's why I chose um, podcasting as a um, platform for me to put my um, put myself out there. And I'm really new to all of it, so we'll see where it takes me. But that was that was the goal behind starting a podcast was really just having people. Um, connect with me by hearing the passion of your voice, hopefully, but that's the goal. (laughs) Okay. That is awesome. Well, I'm super duper excited about everything that you're doing. Um, And how could somebody uh, reach out to you if they wanted you to be their coach? Um, If they're a highly sensitive person, how could they, how could they get in contact with you? Yeah. Well, my website is uh, www.tanyamoon.com. I'm very active on Instagram. You won't find me on Facebook or any other uh, platforms. Um, so I'm, if you're on Instagram, I'm at tanya.moon. And my email is shannon at tanyamoon.com. So definitely feel free to reach out to me whenever if you have any questions or if you're an HSP and want to chat, I'm here to support you. So Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on today, Shannon. I really, really appreciate it. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I look forward to hearing any questions or comments you guys have. I will link all of Shannon's information in the show notes. Um, So if you guys want to reach out to her for coaching, that will all be available for you guys. So if you enjoyed this podcast and would like to support me, go check out my Patreon on my Linktree page or donate to my podcast at redcircle.com. And I'll link those in the show notes as well. You guys have a good day. Let's keep working together to pave the way to you. Mm-hmm.